Spirit of God that makes difficult things easy. That brings light even in the midst of darkness. It is the presence of God. It is, the, it is God that makes the difference in anything and everything we do. My prayer is that we take God away. You know, when we leave church, we take him with us. When we get to our office, you know, we put him down and we work with him. When we get to school, we do that. When we're at home, have God with you at all times. Amen. God is not for two hours. He's for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, there's a level of success, good success that you cannot have without God. You can have a certain kind of success, but you cannot define it as good success. Good success comes from your relationship with God, your meditation on his word, and your manifestation of that word. Amen. Yeah. And CICC, we don't want to be known, just known as a nice church, a nice environment, a nice... No, 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 no. We have to be known as people who, exp who express and live out what God is saying and doing. Amen. And so... You know, this is our month of phanerosis, and the whole month, every week, there is something happening. Tell somebody that every week there's something happening. And tell the person that next week also there is something happening. And then the following week, there's something happening. And every week thereafter, there is something happening. Yeah. And so we are blessed that every week there is something happening. If you have ever visited people who have a very lonely life, you appreciate the family we have in the house. If you've ever visited somebody who doesn't even want you to leave and wants to just keep talking because they don't know when next somebody will come and talk to them. We are blessed. You know, one of the greatest blessings I've got in my marriage is, and wisdom I got is that even to have somebody that you can quarrel with is such a blessing. We're not going to have this argument this afternoon. <laughs> it is such a blessing. You know, that you shouldn't take it lightly, that you belong to a church that somebody will annoy you and somebody will irritate you and somebody will step. Today's your birthday. Yesterday was your birthday. I think you should have the birthday attitude on. <laughs> you know, because there's nothing. God didn't make us to be isolated. Do you understand? We are relational beings. Relationships are more important to us than we even know. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So the house of God and the things of God must be something that we value. And I pray that your relationship with other people in the house of God will grow better and better. Don't isolate yourself. You see, isolation is one of the roots the devil uses to destroy us. Because if he can isolate you, he can destroy you. Yeah, he draws you out. The sheep that will be destroyed is the one that's separated from the pack. That is one that is eaten up by the wolf. Amen. Yeah, never separate yourself. Yeah, never. Everything, good, bad, ugly, all of it is working together for good. Haven't you seen how whoever irritates you in church is making you grow stronger and stretching your faith and stretching you and causing you to mature as a Christian? Preach, pastor, preach. Preach, pastor, preach. Everything. Yeah, some of you, I'm a better pastor because of you. You see how if we were to value various things in our life, their relationships would never have thrown away. They were there for a purpose, to annoy us and irritate us. Yeah. Yeah. 
some of you don't change jobs. The job you have is what you need. You need, you need that pepper a little bit to make you a better person. Amen. Yeah. But today I wanted to introduce the theme and what this month is supposed to be. And we say that this is a month of phanarosis, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I believe that nobody is a good example of phanarosis than our very own pastor. Amen. Yeah, I believe that he's a great example of the phanarosis of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And phanarosis means the manifestation. Amen. Phanarosis also means the exhibition, the expression, not only of gifts, but everything that is in the Holy Spirit. Amen. It is something that is bestowed upon us by extension. So when we say that there is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit, normally it is being manifested through a person or by a person. Amen. So that expression is bestowed on us so that we are an extension of what the Holy Spirit is saying or doing. But I'm going to read one or two scriptures. I'm still going to finish in exactly 11 minutes. You can keep time on it. And if you keep time, may you, your life also, may time be kept. <laughs> Yesterday when, now because of YouTube and things, you always have to be careful. Yesterday we were in a meeting and people were discussing church issues and Ministers were discussing, then they were discussing. So, what are some of the strategies? And they're and they're you know, yeah, big, big talk. And you see, I'm a small girl, so sometimes when the big, big men are talking, when the big boys are, I don't like rolling with the big boys. Yeah. And they, and they were looking for the man of God to give them dynamics and processes. And I was sitting, I told Reverend, Reverend was not that at the time, I told Reverend that at that time, I wanted to lift my hand and say, um, if you sort of started your services on time and you also finished on time, you probably will solve a lot of the problems that you're trying to discuss here. But as a small girl, I couldn't say that, so I just had to sit down. And they were trying to discuss how the Holy Spirit used to be there 100 years ago. And in this new dispensation, I was like, it's not the Holy Spirit. It's... But I couldn't say it. I couldn't say it. I, I kept it to myself. And I wasn't sure even if they would like it, so I didn't say it. But what I wanted to just mention to us today, and we'll continue, we have a few more weeks of Phanerosis is the fact that the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, the expression of the gifts that the Holy Spirit bestows on us must come and must be used appropriately and rightly and at the right time and in the right way. Amen. And that is why in this house, we encourage people that if you come to this house saved or unsaved, when you get saved, when you join, you must make sure that you progress correctly. Otherwise, you can even destroy yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because when you get saved, you have to open yourself up for transformation to take place. 
Do you understand? You have to allow yourself for transformation to take place and then allow yourself to be empowered to do what you need to do before you go manifesting what you have been given or whatever gift is within you. Do you understand? But a lot of the time, especially for charismatic Christians, because of the help of the Holy Spirit, we can get saved. And yes, even on the day of salvation, you can receive certain gifts. But if you just go manifesting them without your life transforming and without you being empowered and receiving the requisite knowledge, you will destroy the gift, destroy yourself, and destroy others. And that's the dispensation we live in. And that is why now you have various groups of people, those who are wary of gifts and the manifestation of the power of God, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, and then those who only chase the manifestation, don't respect anything, don't care about holiness, don't care about purity, don't care about righteousness, because they have power. But in this house, it will not happen. We will not lose out on the blessings of the manifestation but we'll also not let that destroy us. Amen. Yeah. We will become an example that the Holy Spirit has to work on us from head to toe. And we have to realize that to sustain the manifestation, it must be built on character. Amen. It's just a strange season we are in. Where because somebody can tell you your phone number, your past, your present, your future, whatever, it's okay even if they are adulterous or fornicators. I mean, it's just wrong. Do, do you understand? Yeah. Because we can quote the scripture and say, yeah, the gifts of God are without repentance. But judgment will not be missed. Do you understand what I'm saying? And the truth is that sometimes you cannot tell the difference. Pastor Sam told me, Pastor Sam tells Reverend I a lot of things, and he teaches us a lot of bad things too. He he doesn't look it. Sometimes you think I'm teaching bad things, but it's not always true. Sometimes it's true. But sometimes, yeah, the glasses is the glasses. But sometimes he actually um, teaches us. So he gave me a revelation one time. I'd never thought of it, and it was true. Generally, I'm not, if I go on YouTube, you know, two or three different people that I just listen to. I don't, naturally, I don't scan and look and, you know, yeah, that's it. If it's message, if it's news, even news, I only have two or three news stations that I'll listen to. I'm, very, I'm still conservative in that way. But Pastor Sam told me something. We're having a discussion on, you know, the dispensation we are in and manifestation of the Spirit. And he was trying to, he told me something that in certain parts of the world, when illiterates are manifesting the Spirit, they are despised because of maybe lack of education. And then when supposedly educated people are manifesting it in a certain way, that is the right one. But that's a deception from the pit of hell. Do you, do you understand? Because it's not about that. If God has given you a gift, the vessel may not be the kind of vessel we like or the one that we can relate with. It doesn't mean that the gift is wrong. And you can have a vessel that's very charismatic, very one that we can admire, but it doesn't mean that that gift is being manifested by the Holy Spirit. It could be any other spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? So let's read a scripture. Somebody's looking at me that I came to church. It's almost uh, end of service. She hasn't read a scripture. I will read so that when you go home, you can tell your friends and family who didn't go to church anywhere that... <laughs> 
<laughs> I, you, you know, this morning I was listening to a message and there was question time and this lady came and she said, Pastor, I pay tithes for my whole household, but my husband won't go to church. He says he can serve God from the house. And then the pastor was like, I'm not sure. What do you mean by pay uh, tithes for the whole house? She said, oh, I'm in charge of the whole income. Everybody's income comes into the account that money. So when everybody's income comes, I calculate the tithes for all of them. And I bring it to And the pastor was like, keep doing that, keep doing that. <laughs> keep doing that. Then he said, no, no, but is your husband aware that he, he's tithing? And she was like, oh, yes, he's happy for his tithing. She said, keep, keep doing that. He said, yes, but he won't come to church. Then he was like, okay, the message we preach today, take it to him and read um, Hebrews to him that he cannot forsake the assembly together of ourselves, you know. And she was like, yeah. So when did he stop church? Then she said he never started. <laughs> so some of us, there are people in our lives that <laughs> have never started. So when you go home, yeah. But it is your transformation since salvation that is what will affect them. It's not you going home and manifesting descending of spirits and the spirit of wisdom and the miracles. That will, it is your transformation that will affect them. <laughs> Kelly, don't mind your pastor. Second Corinthians 4, we'll read two scriptures where you see the word, the phanerosists being used there. And the first one that we'll look at is Second Corinthians 4, verse 1 and 2. I'll read it in two versions because I can. I can, so I will. Yeah. Therefore... Since we have this ministry, as we have, so New King James first. Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart, but we have renounced the hidden things of shame. May that be your story. Not walking in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience. In the sight of God. Amen. The reason why I'm going to read it in another version is because this particular topic on phanerosis is one that I believe that we must practically apply to our lives. And when you're reading King James and New King James, and it says that, but by manifestation of the truth, commending. So the manifestation there is phanerosis. Commending. What's commending? Who goes around is that? I would like to commend myself to you. <laughs> yeah, you see? Yeah. That's why sometimes those of you who only use King James Bible, have you seen that you're not being able to live it out? Because when you read it, when you get outside there, nobody is saying, come and commend. I'm commending you. <laughs> So we are going to the ghetto now. Let's read the message Bible. Yeah. Verse 1. Second Corinthians. Since God has so generously let us in on what he is doing, we are not about to throw up our hands and walk off the job just because we run into occasional hard times. How many of you understood that scripture? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we are not about to throw up our hands and walk off the job because we run into occasional hard times. You see, when we read the first one, I said that's because of his mercy, having this ministry, where thereby. No, no, no. Listen, we are going to all run into hard times. And when we run into hard times, we are not going to throw our hands up and just give up because of God's, what God is doing and what has, God has given us. Does that make sense? Verse 2, we refuse to wear masks and play games. We don't maneuver and manipulate behind the scenes. And we do not twist God's words to suit ourselves. Rather, we keep everything we do and say. So that is the manifestation. Out in the open, the whole truth is on display so that those who want to can see and judge for themselves in the presence of God. Amen. What it's saying is that everything we have seen and experienced about God's manifestation, we should also go and manifest what has been given to us. Amen. Yeah. You know, especially in this, our generation, we give up too easily. That is why there are certain levels of manifestations, even in life, we will not experience. Even in marriage and relationship, we will not experience. Even in the house of God, we will not. We don't even stay in a church long enough for it to become a blessing to us. Some of us, the job you left, you shouldn't have left. Yeah. You know, recently, I was exposed to a couple of things, and I realized that before I was brought in, there was somebody who was in line to have that opportunity. But just before the opportunity was going to be announced and said, the person had become very irritated with their director, had become so irritated. And so they saw a small shining light somewhere and they were like, I'm going there. And so they just shifted and went there. And as soon as they shifted, then the lights here were put on. So recently, they were like, how come nobody told them that the lights were about to be put on? You cannot just give up easily. You cannot just throw your hands up easily. Some of you, you want to change course. Don't change course. The course you are doing is the right one. You just have to learn better and get good strategies of learning. Yeah, since you changed the course, haven't you seen the other course you went for? It's no better. It's not about the course. It's about you giving up too easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of you, you change girlfriends. The girl you have gone, you see that they are worse than the one you had. Let's go higher. Some of you, you marry somebody else and you realize that the one you have married, you are looking for your old wife to come back. Don't throw your hands up so quickly. Don't throw your hands. Yeah, I believe that when we got married initially, if Reverend had thrown his hands up quickly, he would have missed out. And me too, if I had thrown my hands up quickly, I would have missed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, there is no relationship, no marriage, no church, nothing that you won't have challenges. It does not exist. Anybody who tells you, as for me and my husband, we have never quarreled before. We have never, you know, by the grace of God, the Holy Spirit, they're lying. And if they tell you they are not lying, come. And then they will come to the altar and come and make the same statement. It's not true. But you realize that if you don't throw your hands up quickly, 
the Holy Spirit will help you and guide you and bring you to a place of wisdom and understanding. And you will increase in knowledge and know what to do. Yes. Yes. Yesterday, I took Reverend on his birthday and went to chill with the big boys. Oh, my kid went to chill with the big boys. We ourselves, we knew that we were chilling with the big boys. You know, the legends, they normally chill, so they understand that. Yeah. You know, and we're, we're um, reminiscing. Is that the right way? Yes, is the word. Yes. It's like, wow. 25 years ago, we would not have come here. <laughs> definitely not have sat here. <laughs> and definitely not have stayed here this long. But if you only look at the moment and take permanent decisions based on very momentary challenges, you miss out on a lot of greatness. Many things will not manifest in your life. When you see people like that we all admire and talk about, you know, Bill Gates, whatever, go and ask him what happened to the first Excel sheet they tried to produce and the first uh, doors. It didn't work. Many things, in fact, people left them. There were people who were with them who were like, this thing, it won't work. And they just hit the road. Some of them was like, this thing is too slow. Okay, you people buy me out. Just take it. And they bought them out. Yes. Do you understand? One of the uh, great men of evangelists of our generation who passed away not only was um, Billy Graham. And Billy Graham started with a, a young man who is now an old man, who is now an agnostic. You understand? The one who doesn't know, is there God, is there not God, whatever. He, they were evangelists, and at the point, the guy was like, you know what, I got to go. Only to realize that, no, the message of salvation doesn't go dry, it doesn't age, it doesn't you know, go, go out of fashion. It remains the same till today. And now the world knows Billy Graham, and nobody knows him. Do you get what I'm saying? Don't throw your hands up quickly. Tell somebody, don't throw your hands up quickly. And tell the person, manifest the truth. Yeah. It's not just about manifesting the gifts, but you have to manifest the word before you go and manifest the gifts. Amen. Yeah. Now let's read our second passage and then we'll close. I promised you we'll close and I will. And then we'll go in depth because I don't want to rush through it. We'll read this passage. When you go home, read it. We're going to read the Amplified. And I want you to pray and ask the Lord that in the world that I'm in, in the church that I'm in, in the lives that I have, in the people that I associate with, how do I bring you into that environment, into that place? You can take God into your workplace. Yeah, you don't have to go Bible bashing anybody. God will give you wisdom how to represent him wherever you are. The quality of your work may, want, may, want, may let people want to know your God. Do you get what I'm saying? On Friday, I was in Morrison's, and um, I, I made a pledge with God that once every week, I'll pay for somebody's shopping. Once every week. 
And I was looking, ever since then, sometimes I feel so sad because the moment I get to the till and the person who is in front of me and I'm like, I'm paying for this, sometimes I feel sorry because I feel like when I pay, when I say, oh, I'm paying, I feel like in their head they're like, I should have shopped more. <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, and this particular Friday, it was a very old man and he had bought one big whole chicken, one, you can see that his weekend roast was not going to be a joke at all. He had got the desserts, there, 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 there. And I was sorting something out. So when they started scanning, my mind was not on it. But as she, he finished and he took his thing out and he was trying to sort his money and things out, and I told the lady, no, 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 no. Please, add it to my bill. And then, and the man was looking at me. I could literally hear him saying that, What? I could have taken the drink. I could have taken it. <laughs> oh, you know, and, and he just lifted up his hand and said, God bless you, my daughter. Old man. I said, I receive it. You know, and that is us manifesting God. Yeah. yeah. How much was his bill was like 10 pounds or something. I felt sorry for him because I wish I could say, you know what, go and do more shopping and come back. That was not the agreement. It's like whatever is in your tray, you got to go with it. The problem is that next Friday he may come and try it and I won't be the one there. <laughs> yeah. I, for me, I believe that if God blesses me, it means that others must be affected by the blessing. Yeah, where we went to have dinner uh, yesterday, a month or two ago, we went there and there was this young man there, got talking to him, and I just felt so overwhelmed by his challenges and struggle, and he's like, he and his mom have to have come relocated, they're in Leeds, and he wants to do his mom proud, he wants to go to Union Days, and I was like, call me, you know, and I'll try and get internship for you and whatever, and he called me then, and I said, you know what? I'm going away when I come. And then yesterday he was there and came and he was like, I've started uni and I'm doing law, but I'm struggling. And, they, and then he was giving some technical, what did they say? Um, conclusion, that's certain. Abstract. Abstract. So Phoebe was there, obviously, because she's also doing law. Then she was going, you just need to. And say, yeah, whatever, we don't care. <laughs> All we know is that abstract was at the beginning and conclusion was at the end. And anything. That's all that matters. Yeah. So I told Phoebe that, listen, okay, he may be in uni, but trust me, everything that you said, you have to put it on paper and send it to him. Because whilst he's holding this meat and cutting this meat, there's no way that everything you have said has gone into his head. So please, get his number. So I forwarded the number to her and I said, send it to him and explain, you know, what you said he should do on paper. And then going forward, keep an eye on him. Make sure he's progressing well, blah, 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 you know. And then we gave him something. Now, as we're going outside, he, he was at the door. And he was like, why do you care about me so much? You know. And I just gave him a hug. And I was like, you're not only going to make your mom proud, but you're going to make me proud. And I believe that that's the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, so I told Kiran, keep an eye on him, get him to come to church. Do you think that if Kiran calls him and says, come to church, he won't come? If this is what church people do. Yeah, he's somewhere, he's from the Middle East somewhere, isn't it? Yeah. Iran. Iran, yeah. 
Do you think that if they come to church, you won't come? But you see, we will go and like this boy are devils. They don't want to know God. They will go to hell. They'll go to hell because you are not manifesting. Now about the spiritual gifts. <laughs> First Corinthians 12. Let's read. Okay, stretch forth your hand. Let's pray for our pastors right now. One day, somebody came to my office, and she was explaining why she loves the church so much, and she said, oh, Pastor Gloria, you're crazy, blah, 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 blah. And then something, something, then I was like, what? What about Reverend? And she was like, actually, first she thought he wasn't crazy, then she came to realize that he was crazy. (laughs) I was so relieved. (laughs) Yeah, Reverend was offended and I was so blessed. I was like, yeah, don't let it fool you. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1 says that, Now about the spiritual gifts, the special endowments of supernatural energy. Brethren, I do not want you to be misinformed. The King James says that I don't want you to be ignorant. I don't want you to be misinformed. And as we go through the manifestation and as we go through, you know, realizing and growing into our gifts and our place in God, I don't want you to be misinformed and I don't want you to be ignorant. You know that when you were heathen, you were led off after idols that could not speak as impulse directed and whenever the question may arise. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking under the power and influence of the Holy Spirit of God can ever say, Jesus be cursed. And no one can really say, Jesus is my Lord, except by and under the power and influence of the Holy Spirit. Now, there are distinctive varieties and distributions of gifts, extraordinary powers, distinguishing certain Christians due to the power of divine grace operating in their souls by the Holy Spirit. And they vary. Those divine graces vary but the Holy Spirit remains the same. So our manifestations of the gifts must still be harmonious because it has the same source. Should have the same source. Should have the same source. And there are distinctive varieties of service and ministration, but it is the same Lord. It is the same Lord we are serving. It is the same Lord that. We are ministering to and ministering for. And there are distinctive varieties of operations of working to accomplish things, but it is the same God who inspires and energizes them all in all. But to each one is given the phanerosis, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, the evidence, the spiritual illumination of the Spirit for good and for profit. It says that in the King James, to profit with all. Amen. The scripture is telling us that God expects us to manifest and express and exhibit these gifts. It's also telling us that this gift and this manifestation is available to every Holy Spirit filled Christian. It is up to us to tap into it. What I want to leave us this afternoon is that 
you have to acknowledge that this manifestation is by the Holy Spirit for the Lord. This manifestation is because of the existence of God. And not just God, but it's because of the existence of God's power and might. Because if God doesn't have power and might, what are you manifesting? And I pray that we will also not acknowledge it, but we will also try and have knowledge and understanding of the existence of God's power and might. It's because of God's power and might that we will make declarations. It's because of God's mother, uh, uh, power and might that we will have audacity to take steps. And God's power and might is not limited. <laughs> yeah, when you go home, read Jeremiah 32. I want you to just read it. Read from verse 17 to 21. I want you to read it. And I want you to realize that these manifestations that we are going to have a look at requires, just as in the physical, we have uh, five senses. Do you know that I was, as I was trying to research on this, I came to, re- I mean, Dr. Feke and Dr. Akutu and all these doctors, I don't care what you say. I came to realize that there are more than five senses, Reverend. True of us. Yeah. Inside the nose, there are some things. Inside the ears, there are some one or two with some big, big words. I feel like bamboozling, but I won't do that today. Today is Reverend's birthday. We have to go and eat some cake and have a drink. But next week, I'll give you. When I saw the, that there was more, it also registered to me that we shouldn't even limit God with just that our spiritual ears, our spiritual eyes. Are, do you know what God can use? If man is even discovering that there are more senses inside the senses, then God can expose to us more senses inside the senses. And what you have to come to realize is that when we say that, you know, you should have visibility in the realms of the spirit, it means that we have spiritual eyes. If it means that we have to hear the voice of God, it means that it's not this ears, but there's a spiritual ear. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, even with smell, do you know that you can go into a room and smell death? Yeah, you go into a room, you can smell where the stench. Spiritually, to your nose must be sharp to know what's the smell in this place. What's the smell that's coming into this place? What is dying in my life? You see, all those things are manifestation of the spirit. This mouth that we have, it is not just the physical mouth that eats, but the mouth that you use to make declaration. That's why when we are making our confession, don't see it as just a natural thing. See it as your spiritual mouth making declarations. That the utterances are not just coming from your lips. There's a lips inside the lips. There's a hand inside the hand. And that is why if I have to pray for you and attach you, it's not these hands. It's the hand of God operating through this physical hand. And that is why you can touch your child and they'll be healed. You can touch your friend and they'll be healed. You can pray over somebody and there'll be a manifestation. If you believe that it is not just the physical hand, but there's a hand above it. Rise up onto your feet.